Happy Wednesday, my friend. This is the Chris Chicago Lillian Show. And look, I broadcast this little show in Houston, Texas. Yes, yes, Lil Ange, we know. Lil Lange is in Toronto. Just in case somebody doesn't know, they're tuning in for the first time. <laughs> yes, that's important. Welcome if that's they, the case. They remember Chris Chicago and Lil Lange being in the same studio together back in the day in Houston. Mm-hmm. And then they might have seen that you moved to Canada for love. You went right. and got married. You went and had some kids. Wait, what? Did you skip a chapter? <laughs> Skipped a few you chapters. No kids ch- yet. After. No kids yet for Lil Lange. Um, so I have a cat. It's it's brilliant, though, that here we are in the year 2022, mm-hmm. and we can do a show together. It sounds like we're in the same studio, yeah. but you're in Toronto. I'm in Houston. You're in another country, and we can be worlds apart, but we can still do a show together. And so you need mm-hmm. to know that we, we see each other. We look at each other. It feels like we're in the same room, but we're on screens in front of each other. And I think you should also know that for the past few weeks, Chris Chicago has been changing his background here on Google Meet. You Join can find it when you click apply filters or whatever it is you click. And he has every single day been insisting that I, quote, join him in the cabin. Yes. Now he is in a cabin, this sunshine filled cabin. There it's needs a very to be cohesiveness. Place. Yeah, I guess it bothers him so much when I don't have this filter background on and he's like, we're, we're not doing the show. Like, sorry, unless you change your filter I, background. I literally said the show will not start today until you join me in the cabin. That's how petty I am. You, thank you. <laughs> you said it all. No, it's funny though, because you said, you said though, you're like, you need to quit asking me to put these filters on the screen because then when I go to do other meetings, it's unprofessional when I start the meetings and here I am in the cabin. And well, I, was like, I feel like that because nobody else has any type of filter on ever. They maybe have like a little <laughs> subtle blur on their background, yeah. but I join and I'm like in some foreign land or even worse when we were doing the space filters, yeah. I, I'd be in space floating with the aliens and I'm like, okay, yep, I got to go back to no filter. <laughs> and so I made the statement that I think nobody cares. I do all of my professional meetings in the cabin. You join in the Google Meets with me. I'm going to be in this little cabin. And and so I guess that's the question to you listening. If, if you go to do a meeting with somebody and their screen pops on and they're in a beautiful sunlit log cabin, but does you can it matter? tell it's a filter. It's a filter, but filters are amazing though these days. I know. That's the thing. That's what I was just pointing out to Chris, how, you know, back in the day when we all got MacBooks for the first time, or those of us who got MacBooks or whatever, I got one when I was going to college. Uh, I remember using the photo booth app and being like, wow, look at this. You know, you can really transform (laughs) where you are. But it was so bad. It was so bad. And now look at where we are, where you look like you're legitimately in a cabin. You can kind of tell there's some fuzziness around your head. But yeah, in your mind, you're in the cabin. In my mind, in my soul, I'm in this cabin. Nothing better than getting your day started. Those early, early morning pumpkin or... (laughs) I, don't, I have pumpkin on my mind. Uh, early morning gym visits. Yeah. Literally with the pumpkin on your mind because you walked into your gym today, Lil Lange, with a pumpkin on your head. You're trying to win yep. this, this contest at your gym. Yeah, pumpkin head is back, man. That's like all I can say because as we mentioned yesterday, I wore the pumpkin head once upon a time at our former workplace and I scared everybody and recorded it and I played it back at our big staff meeting the next week and it was epic. And so... I haven't worn the head 
publicly for a while because, I mean, there hasn't really been an opportunity <laughs> with everything going on over the past few yeah. years. So when they announced that they were having a costume contest at my gym, I was like, you know what? I could be lame and play it safe and not put sure. on the head again. Or I could participate and put on the head because I'm like, it's just such a great costume. The turtleneck, the the pumpkin head. You look like that guy. If you search pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin head man or pumpkin head <laughs> meme, you will yeah. know what I'm talking about. And Wait, are, those, so, are those black jeans you're wearing with uh, the turtleneck? Leggings. Just leggings. leggings. Okay. So I You didn't I was, work out though with the pumpkin head on, did you? Um, no, I would have died because I can barely <laughs> breathe with that thing on. Like, I was gonna say, I like, how do you how do you work out with the mask on? No, and the girl made a joke too. She took a picture of me and she was like, Are you gonna work out with that thing on? I'm like, bro, no, because I could barely breathe, barely see. I would either trip or stop breathing, probably both. That's, um, how, that's how I felt the entire year of 2020. <laughs> I like, how do you do anything? I can't breathe. This mask is way worse than like a surgical mask. I literally, there's only like two tiny air holes in the thick plastic. Oh. And they, they're supposed to go for your like over your nose yeah. holes, but they don't. So they're over here. So I'm like, I'm trying to breathe. The Chris Chicago Little Inn show sent this dude, Chris Chicago, a text just yesterday freaking out because I come across a story about a particular place that we had yeah. been. And, and um, that actually sounds whack. A lot of us had been together. It wasn't just you. It wasn't just you and I That does not this sound place. good, Ange. We did not <laughs> go to this hotel, just the two of us. <laughs> so when we worked together at another radio yes. station, we did our staff retreats. Yes. Thank During you the for day, it was not an overnight <laughs> at this particular hotel. You're going to cause yes. some, uh, some, uh, some rumors and controversies here on the Curse Chicago the Land Show. Stirring the pot, yes. So basically, um, we went there, and I didn't realize until this year. It's it was back in 2016 or 17 that we went there yeah, together. It was, a, it was a while ago. I realize now that it's super haunted, or apparently super haunted, because apparently I hear this this story that this grand is it Grand Galvez Hotel yeah, Grand Galvez it's beautiful is hosting a special event and it's based around one of its purported ghosts. Ooh. And I thought, you know what? I'll tell you this story in true ghost tale form, like we're huddled together. Uh, it's dark and we've got a flashlight type of thing. Maybe it's under my chin and I'm Ooh, telling you this story. It's spooky season. Exactly. So ghost stories with Lil Nanch. We love God, but I figure, you know, <laughs> let's get a little spooky. There's nothing wrong with that, right? So yeah, it's it's me, you, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the listener, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit, <laughs> and ghost stories with Lil Lange when we come back on the Chris Chicago Lil Lange Show. The Hotel Grand Galvez. You may have heard of it. Maybe you drove past it, or maybe you even stayed there once upon a time visiting Galveston. They've got a good brunch. Oh. I forgot about that. I guess yeah, we did have really brunch good. there. Yeah, it's really it yummy. was gorgeous. Again, let me clarify. We were there for a staff retreat together with our old <laughs> radio station. It just sounds so sketch every time. I'm like, yeah, Chris and I had a why great were, time why at the were Hotel Chris Chicago and Lil Lange at the hotel together. I don't know why. Maybe it's just my mind. There's already warped, some listeners but... out there that believe crazy stuff. You know? Oh yeah. Rumors oh yeah. And into windows. Well, we're besties, so yeah. I mean, we could be anyway. friends. Yeah, besties. Dude, so all that to say, or at least you're my best friend. I don't know if you think of me that way. What other okay. friends do I have, Ange? Real. Real. So <laughs> let's get to the ghost story, shall we? So I'm going to start at the beginning here. 
There is a ghost purportedly by the name of Audra. And Audra has a story much like Juliet from Romeo and Juliet. She had this fiancé. He was a sailor, so he went out to sea there. And clearly, you're in Galveston, so you can see out onto the ocean. And Audra was very worried about him because from where she was staying at the Hotel Grand Galvez, she saw this the storm brewing and coming in. So she was worried about his ship, if he was going to come back safely. And apparently she heard that his ship was lost at sea. And she was so heartbroken over this that she, much like Juliet before her, took her own life, went into one of those turrets in the hotel and took her own life. It's very, very sad. But just like Romeo and Juliet, which kind of makes me think this story is perhaps false. (laughs) Uh... He returns from sea. The sailor comes back and finds out that she he's not dead after all. Finds yeah. out that she, in fact, is dead now and is absolutely devastated, heartbroken. Of course. And so that is the story. And what's happening nowadays is a special wedding celebration for the bride who never got to have her wedding. A ghost bride ball. They're Sounds hosting demonic. it. <laughs> Why would you go to this? <laughs> well, it's not only kind of spooky, it's yeah. also very expensive. Oh. It costs $95 per person. Yeah. And you are supposed to dress as a member of her wedding party. Wow. Yes. That's creepy. Isn't it? Yeah, it's happening this Saturday, the 29th in Galveston. So, And the yo. reason, look, the reason a lot of people think that Galveston is, is haunted... Oh, it is 100% haunted, bro. Because, because of the, the worst uh, natural disaster in that's US history. ever hit the United States. Have, was it back in 1900? The yes, year 1900? I think, yeah. And you knew that date. You'd remembered that date. I was impressed. But it's. I just looked this up today, actually. 6,000 to 12,000. They have no idea the exact number estimated. Yeah to have perished in the hurricane. It's just, it's horrible. How could, I mean, granted, I don't know, as Christians, how we're supposed to feel about hauntings and such, but I... I used to believe in hauntings. I used right. to be a ghost hunter. I used to dabble in all, as a Christian, believe it or not. But I've I've come along, I don't believe in ghosts anymore. I don't believe things are haunted. I, I want to talk about why that demonic. is. Yeah. I want to think, I want to talk a little bit more and kind of elaborate on that. So let's, let's talk about that next. Chris Chicago Little Land Show, and we were just talking about this uh, this ghost story, this event that's happening in Galveston, Texas, at the Grand. Is it the 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 Grand Galv- Galvanez? What's the hotel Galvez, called? The they Galvez. The Galvez. Yes. This a uh, little spooky, <laughs> like ghost bride wedding event that they're having. It's actually exactly. happening this weekend. It is spooky season. Only a few days away from the thirty first. Halloween is uh, is is quickly approaching, and you were talking. You know, we were talking about a lot of people believe that Galveston is one of the most haunted cities in America because of the hurricane that hit in 1900. Well, some would say, how could it not be with that right. many people who never found their loved ones? We're talking like perhaps if we're looking at the middle number, sure. close to 10,000 people, often many of them unaccounted for, dead. It's it's pretty dark. So even as a Christian, even even when I was a believer and walking with Christ back in the day, you know, like 10 years ago, maybe maybe even longer than 10 years ago. Yeah, time me, flies. Me and my buddy, we dabbled in ghost hunting. It was when all the ghost hunting shows were very popular. He actually went on to star in his own ghost hunting show. 
on the Sci-Fi Network, and he's done movies, and he has his own ghost networking channel on YouTube. But we he's we still would, into it then. He's oh yeah yeah still okay. He's, he's uh, working on a, a film series right now in Nashville. Where do uh, you believe his experiences with ghosts are legitimate? Um, I don't know. Okay, I don't, I don't just know. wondering, just on, curious. Because we we obviously did a lot of hunts together, and we had some some experiences. You know, we definitely had some encounters, but I think I walked out of my experience with ghost hunting thinking that hauntings are not from your loved ones sticking around. <laughs> I think it's all demonic. I, like, I, I actually agree with you. Yeah, 100%. I don't. I don't think when when we die, we're still you know we're we're still roaming the earth. You know, stuck. You know, haunting places. I think that it's all demonic activity. Well, think about. No, it's definitely not loved ones, but think about when people do say that they have ghostly encounters. Like I've seen some stuff on, I know it's going to sound wild, but on TikTok, yeah. for whatever reason, I think it was the amount of time I spent with you, TikTok was pushing ghost content to me. And so for a while there, I remember seeing, you know, very, very malevolent, uh, evil spirits. Uh, like people would be recording and stuff would go flying, like just, just evil. You could just sure. tell the yeah. vibe was not like it's grandma, you know. It was like it's Satan, right? Yeah. So, um, I do agree with you. It's an interesting thought, and we rebuke it. We rebuke it in Jesus. In, in the name of Jesus, what, what say you though? Do you believe in ghosts? Do you think ghosts are real, or do you think it could just all bo- be boiled down to it's it's demonic activity, spooky season? Uh, here on the Chris Chicago Land Show, you can text us 832-856-0857, 832-856-0857. So much closer to the weekend. You made it to the middle of the week. It's Wednesday here on the Chris Chicago Land Show. And, and Ange, you came across a video here. I love it when you come, come across these videos because you get you get so wide-eyed and mystified. You're like, I cannot believe what I saw. Chris, there was Come this lady. On. She had a hot dog, and there was a big fish, and I and you're freaking out about this. I get it; sounds insane. But it really it's does. Pretty crazy. You're like a, you're like a kid on Christmas morning opening up her presents when you see these videos. And it, I guess it stays like this. It reminds me that I'm so much older than you. Well, not a lot You've older seen than you. So much. I've just seen a little more life than you. So when you see these crazy things, like there was this girl, and she had a hot dog, and there was a fish, and it went up. I was like, okay, and what do you call it? A tarpon. It, it reminds me of another another time we did talk about something similar. I don't know if it was on this show or when we worked at another radio station together, but there was another time when this this sort of thing kind of came up. So let's talk about what this is and what this sort of fishing is and what you saw, and maybe even beg the question to you listening if this is something you would ever do. Uh, hot dogs, big old monster fish. Next. On the Chris Chicago Little Land Show. I imagine it takes a tremendous amount of guts to do what this woman did recently. No Her guts, name is no glory. Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't know what the glory. I guess the glory is getting this on film you and feed your family with the with the views, right? Like if it goes viral on TikTok, you do make a little money on that. But this woman, Throw her that name fish is fish on a grill. Sydney, she, she's from Florida, <laughs> and I was in awe of what she did recently. So yeah. she basically has this hot dog, and you see her kind of tap the surface of the water. She's dangling over a lake um, on the dock there, 
and she taps it with the hot dog, and then she holds the hot dog just a little bit above the water. And yeah. like not five seconds later, this is when the video switches into slow mo. You see this just gigantic fish, exactly, just come out of the water and engulf her entire arm. Yeah. Like of course the hot dog, it. but like her entire arm up to her elbow. Yeah. And then she spends a little bit of the video slowly shaking off the fish, removing her arm, and she's fine. She doesn't have any scratches, <laughs> any bites. Like the fish yeah. just took the hot dog. Right. And that's it. And I could never do that. Like, that's so scary. It looks gnarly. It looks gnarly. But you, we, I feel like we've talked about this before. Not this particular Ooh, form of fishing. You're having a moment of de- deja vu with the show. Yeah. We've been together for a long time as a show, so I wouldn't be surprised. We have we have been a show for quite a while. But I, I think there was a time where we talked about noodling. Noodling. Does that what does is that noodling ring a bell? again? So Remind it's, me. Yes, it's this form of catching catfish, uh-huh. like big old monster catfish. And so you you get into a river, mm-hmm. and you go along the banks of the river, and you find these holes or these caves yes. that these giant monster catfish live yes. in. Yes. And you stick your hand in. Oh my god. And you, 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 you pretend you, to be a snake, right, or something, or something or like, like that. A fish, what, a little fish. Whatever that reason, would eat. these these catfish, they they launch onto your hand. They chomp, chomp, chomp on your hand. No, and you, thank you. And you pull them out. So you're basically like it's it's a form of hand fishing, and that seems a little a <sighs> little scary to me because you know catfish can you know they can't cut you. They, they you, have really. You, you they can't can cut you. They can cut you. Um, <laughs> but just being being in murky water. Water oh my where you gosh. can't see what's around you. Like, that's just scary. I don't know if I would ever be a noodle. I think it's called noodling. You're, you might I have, think you're you right. You might have to Google that. But I, I think wouldn't it, be surprised. You kind of make your hand look like almost like a noodle or a little fish yeah. that could be a good thing for this catfish to devour. Yeah. And that's how you end up getting I, it. It's terrifying. I saw another form of fishing that actually happens up in your neck of the woods. So a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was last week, you and Brandon, you went mm-hmm. on a nature walk. Salmon. And, and you saw the salmon. Yep. So there's another big giant fish. I forget what they're called, but they follow. Did you know they follow the salmon up the river? Oh, no. And what they do is they hang close behind the salmon. And when the salmon lay their eggs as they're making their run, the fish that follow the salmon engulf the eggs that the salmon oh leave. my gosh these salmon can't catch a break their right. life is already so depressing they live <laughs> to hatch these eggs yeah and they so get them eaten yeah, yeah so Sounds there's like a, a barracuda or something like finding nemo there's a form of cat and these these are gnarly fish they're huge but you uh are you talking about a murky may, maybe it's called it might be a let murky. me look this up it what might be a murky murky but you basically no, Brandon said they're so scary. They're scary looking. And so somehow you mimic the release of an egg from a salmon and they think it's an egg coming from the salmon, but really it's your bait and that's how you catch these suckers. But they're they're mean looking. Are they called murkies? No, I'm saying the wrong word. I'm gonna have to ask my husband. Somebody listening he, knows what we're talking about. They'll he text told me in about this us. fish that actually does occasionally attack people in lakes. And it's usually in the more shallow water. And it sounded so terrifying that he, like, I can't even remember the name because the whole time I was just like, I don't want to ever encounter one of these fish as he was describing it to me. But it's something like, uh, 
We'll find out. We'll find out. We'll or let you, you can know. text. Somebody knows. Somebody's listening okay, right now. Yeah. They can tell us what it is. All right, fish experts. Let's hear what, what you think it is. <laughs> 832-856-0857. This is the Chris Chicago Little Land Show. Thank you so much for listening. You, you might think that I'm a little petty. <laughs> or you might think that I'm a little crybaby when I tell you what I'm about to tell you. Uh, literally, the lawn guys were just outside of my studio. So if you've been hearing any kind of any any kind of noises during noise. the show so far today, it's you know it's 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 this thing that I have with the lawn guys. It's this animosity, this, this animosity because like I can't catch a break with these guys. <laughs> it, either they come when I'm trying to do the show with you, or they come really early. On a day that we're not recording or doing the show, you know, once a week. And they, they me wake up. me up. And so I told my wife, I was like, look, you got to tell these these guys to stop coming at 7 a.m. on a Saturday because <laughs> that's when you want to be sleeping. So they find they get back to her and they're like, well, they, we can come. We, we have to come in the morning because that's on our, our route. So we were just like, OK, we're just going to have to deal with it. Uh, maybe they, and they said, maybe we can come later in the morning. So now here we are on a Wednesday it's early morning. I'm awake, but we're doing that. We're trying to, to do a live radio show and the long right. guys are out here. So, you know what? Look, when you're so trying, noxious. when you're trying to sleep and you have any kind of neighbors that are loud or any kind of long guys or you have dogs that are barking, sleep is a very important thing. Mm-hmm. So when I hear this story about this playground you and this empathize. poor family, I do empathize. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I think... You you may hear the story and say, you know what? They were petty for what they did. And they were. They let's were, be honest. But, but. Yeah, go ahead. Exactly. I was just going to say, but was it justified? <laughs> it was, I think, I think maybe it was because they were ignored. They were not being listened to. And it gets really frustrating when you are trying and trying to make a change. Like, for example, with these guys, if you just kept telling them, hey, please, please, like over and over, like you have been, nothing changes. Well, in this situation, you can say, "Okay, fired. You're done. Right. We might have to switch lawn people because they just they can't get it right. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about what this family had to endure in Orland Park in Illinois. Are you familiar with that town? No, you know a lot of towns. It's much worse than any situation I've ever had to endure. <laughs> I feel bad for this family. You're not going to believe this this playground situation in a neighborhood. We'll talk about it next here on the Chris Chicago Little Land Show. Realize I, I might be sounding a little pretentious. You know, talking. I don't about, think you sound pretentious. Well, you know, there's some people that you know don't have the you know, the privilege of having oh. lawn people that can come do their, their, their lawn. Somebody might oh, be listening. True. I saying, Chris Chicago, why that. don't you get your butt out there and cut your own lawn? You know what? You're right. I should cut, I should get out there and cut my own lawn. I, 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 I think I would have said that like three years ago, but I know you way too well now. Uh, I'm just like, I'm not even going to a hundred percent agree with you. You know, you know what? Look, I live in, I agree. in, in Houston, Texas and stuff grows so fast. It's easier just to have the lawn people come. Every you don't every have to week or so. Yourself. Okay, I don't want to justify it. We talked about my angst with the lawn people because they're always waking me up. But this would be a much worse situation, I think, for anybody living close to a playground. There's a playground close to uh, walking distance from our house. Mm-hmm. But I don't think if this went into a playground in our neighborhood, it would it would bother us. But I think about You're the houses. You're not close enough that it would. I think about the houses that back right up to this playground. Mm-hmm. Because why would anybody? 
<laughs> install these these particular things on a playground with with homes around them. I know. I think they're trying to teach these kids love of music, which is a great thing, but they didn't think about the neighbors they might be affecting. So in Orland Park, Illinois, there is a playground that's very, very close, like you said, to some houses there and like feet away. And they didn't ask when they decided to upgrade this playground and put in some new instruments, including some very loud drums. So this family's house that backs up to this playground, they said they can't open any of the windows. They hear noise all day long from the playground. It's really, really annoying for them and it actually has started affecting their daily life. And so they've brought their complaints like the proper way yeah. to their city council. Try to and get the been, city to do something about it. Yeah, and they've been ignored time after time and they're sick of it, quite frankly. So what they decided to do first off was install these speakers that I would play super loud music to kind of combat the very loud music coming from the playground. And they did that for about a year, all the while a saying, year? please. Yeah, yes, wow. a full year. Wow, an entire year. year, okay. Yeah, so they endured this for a year. And um, all the while, city doesn't do anything about it. They're bringing it to them, they're bringing it to them, and they're getting ignored. So finally, they were so sick of being ignored that they decided to literally turn it up a notch, play the music louder. This is so funny to me. And then switch over to explicit music. So you've got like Cardi B blaring through the speakers onto this playground. And of course, parents then really paid attention, started listening and going, okay, this is not cool. You don't want to bring your kids to go down the slides and swing on some swings and expose your children to this awful explicit rap music <laughs> so <laughs> that has caused a huge contention sure. and but it actually did you know this is why i say sometimes i know we kind of had that funny like interaction about the protesters and throwing you yeah. know soup and mashed potatoes this is why i say sometimes protest is unfortunately in the world we live in it seems the only way that works to get people's attention so finally the city pays attention and they're like okay we gotta do something about it now because they're playing this explicit music and they're within their right to do so because it's on their property. They're right. not doing anything illegal. Right. So um, they decided... And there's probably not any ordinances during the day because... Exactly. Yeah. They're within their rights. So they're like, okay, we got to do something. So they temporarily removed the instruments and the homeowner made sure to let the city know if the instruments return, the explicit music is going to be returning as well. So... I can't believe though that they endured this for an entire year. I, think I know. After, after like two weeks of this, uh, mysteriously, <laughs> kids were moving. mysteriously, three a.m. You know, after two <laughs> weeks, there, there would have been a, 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 a bulldozer rental that showed up at this uh, at this particular playground, and those instruments would have been removed. I don't know who would have done it. Me. Uh, but somebody, somebody would have went into that playground and made sure that those instruments were uh, were taken care of, if you know what I'm saying. If you haven't done so already, we invite you to come join us in the world of images, in the world of color, in the world of video. I thought you were about to say in the cabin because we're right now on video chat so we can see each other as we're talking from two different locations. And we're on Google Meet and there's this cabin filter. And every single day that we hop on and do the show together, Chris is like, Here, smile. I'm going to take a screenshot. Meet me in the cabin. Okay. So, uh, so you can, maybe I'll put this, I was going to say, join us on Instagram. Join us in the world of IG. I feel like we, we talked about Instagram a lot at the very beginning of the show, like earlier in 2022, we, we haven't talked about it in a while.
Oh, yeah, because we'd update. We'd be like, 30 people are following us now. We've got 30 followers on Instagram. (laughs) But if you haven't followed us yet on Instagram, make sure to go do so. We're uh, SoFlow Radio. So S, well, you you know how to spell SoFlow because you're literally listening to the radio station right now. So I don't have to spell for you. Maybe this cabin picture will, uh, we'll put here one more just. Okay. All right. Screenshot. (laughs) This might show up. On, uh, on Instagram, but go follow us at SoFlow Radio. This is the Chris Chicago Little Land Show. Thank you so much for hanging out every single day right around this time. Oh yeah, we do your knucklehead news and today's knucklehead news story has to do with the, uh, we've all seen the commercials. Don't laugh, Ange. Do not laugh. I'm laughing at the way you're, you're, your tone. Thinking about these little old ladies. They wear the, the life alerts around their neck and they fall and they're laying in the kitchen and you hear that they go, I've fallen and I can't get up. And you know, and then they press their button and they get saved. It's not funny. Oh my gosh. Why do I feel like this would happen so much when we first started doing a show together? I mean, it was just me laughing like at moments like well, this. You didn't, so. you didn't know how to handle me. So. I really didn't, but occasionally <laughs> the way that you say stuff just sends me. It sends me. So, yes, that is the essence of today's knucklehead news. And you could probably see where this is going and how someone could be a knucklehead with, you know, this kind of technology and this kind of power. Sure. Let's share it here in 10 minutes. SoFlo Radio. Scioto County in Ohio. I'm from Ohio. Never heard is that of this your county? county. No, no. I feel like this is in the boonies, bro. Like maybe towards Pennsylvania or in northern Ohio. I'm not familiar with it, but we're taking you there because this woman. I didn't even know people had these anymore, quite frankly. It makes sense that they do, but I haven't heard anything about them for so long. Like you mentioned earlier, the commercials, the life alerts. Uh, You press that button and police come if you have fallen or you have hurt yourself somehow. They probably saved the lives of countless old people. It's true. It's true. So on a serious note. They fall in the kitchen. They press the little buttons around the neck. It's it's a good it, it's a really good service in technology. It if, is if used right. Yes, if used right. If if is good. <laughs> so this woman decided to press the button recently because she needed a soda. Was her name Karen? Uh, My name is Karen. Can I confirm. Need- so she, well, needed she also a needed soda? her oxygen put back in. So that's okay. kind of a life alert type sure. of thing. So, but what was the priority though? That's my question. So her oxygen probably in one of those, uh, what do they call them? Can, can, canola? I have There's no idea. Probably one of those little ones that goes on your face. Okay. So she's chilling and yes. she presses the button and then what happens? A deputy comes responding wow. to the call. Okay. Yeah. That's what happens with okay. life alert. What do you think happened? So the so deputy comes and he then comes. He, he gets there and then what happens? And she's like, I can't tell you what order she asked for these things in, but she's like, I need a soda <laughs> and I need my my oxygen put in. Clearly she's oh, okay man. though. Clearly she's okay without the, it's probably just there to help her breathe a little bit easier to yeah. be honest, because um, if this was truly an emergency, the deputy wouldn't have had to warn her and her family not to press it again in a non-emergency situation right. such as wanting a drink from the fridge but he did have to make that warning so that is why this sweet old lady from ohio is on knucklehead news today 
This is the Chris Chicago Lowland Show. You might have seen pictures of this floating around the interwebs. Maybe you saw it on Facebook or uh, or Instagram. Maybe you saw it on TikTok. But so, some photographer, yeah, this is perfect for the Halloween season, for spooky season. He took an up-close picture of a certain insect. And oh, my You, you know gosh, what I'm talking about here? Yes, yes. Like, if you were to try to create in your head the scariest, ugliest most demonic looking creature for a it horror demonic, film yeah yep like this would be perfect for it but really it's just an up close high definition image of a certain insect that we have in our lives every single day uh, a, a picture of an ant yeah have you seen this I have seen it, and it kind of made me remember seeing up-close photos, like those super microscopic photos of other insects. And it's the same thing. They all look that terrifying up close. I mean, they're genuinely... I, I, God was with us when he when he created them that small so we can't see that stuff because we would be yeah. terrified all the time. If you haven't seen a picture of this up-close picture of the ant's face yet, you got to find it on Use Google caution, or though. somewhere. It's because scary. It, it does look like it, it should be the main character of the next horror movie coming out here on Halloween. Uh, another insect, though, in the news as well, and this is super fascinating, Ange. The woolly bear caterpillar. And I was actually thrilled when you said that you're familiar with this caterpillar because yeah, that beautiful. means that they're all over. Yeah, they're in Houston. They're up here in Canada. You can see them pretty much anywhere. And they're fuzzy and cute. There's a reason they're called the woolly bear. So let's talk about what they can actually predict because it's very interesting and it might be a good sign for us this winter. Yeah, we'll talk about it next here on the Chris Chicago Land Show. I'm dreaming of a wild no you're not please christmas no never it's not going to happen here in h-town maybe you well, up there in toronto you might get a white christmas i actually did my first christmas here in canada i can't remember if i had one last year but i remember my first christmas with brandon as a married couple so clearly it was just yeah. so special and the snow was and it snowed beautiful. yes it i was really lovely. i, I want to move somewhere at some point in my life where it snows on Christmas. I just want snow during the winter time. Maybe the uh, the caterpillar will tell you, Ange, if you're going to have a white Christmas this Come year. Come visit me for Christmas one year. That'd be so sick. We could like celebrate Christmas together. Oh, can we all wear like family. special Christmas jammies? Yes. Cozy <laughs> up by the family, fire. Your bigger family and just have a great time. You don't I want love the, that. You don't want the chaos around your tree. I do. I got four kids, Ange. It's crazy. I love your family. Well, I love my your fam family. My family loves you. But the caterpillar. Yes, back is, to the woolly bear caterpillar. Is, is there going to be a white Christmas this year? So it can predict based on its primary color because it's black and brown. So if it's pre predominantly brown, it's going to be a little bit of a, a nicer, more uh, fair winter, not as harsh. If it's predominantly black, it's going to be a harsh winter. Buckle in. So buckle, buckle, buckle in, in right? <laughs> well, I want to tell you that although the Farmer's Almanac says that we're done for, basically, that this winter is about to be super, super harsh. I mean, probably not for you, Chris, but for me up here, I'm going to have another winter of hating my life and wanting to get the heck out of Canada. Uh, we should this, do. We should do a swappy swap. Honestly, you know how, no, yeah, you know give how me people your do house. that for like a month. You and Brandon come live in our house. Yep. During our warm 75 degree sunny day winters, and you can go enjoy all the outdoor activities. And me and my family will come live in your little cottage. 
Would, Yo. We, would we fit in your house, the, the, the six of us? Probably not. Enjoy um, the snow? We have like, you know, two bedrooms and one of them is pretty much a cat room. So uh, maybe let, let's talk more about that. But the woolly bear caterpillar, all that to say, is saying that it's going to be a little bit of a warmer winter. It's not going to be oh, as harsh. It's predominantly brown right now. So oh, no. If so that it's not going to be no, a No, it's winter. good. Don't. Don't say that I don't want it to be a harsh winter. Chris, <laughs> here last winter is one of the coldest winters that people who have lived here for years said it was one of the coldest winters in like 15, 20 years. Oh, wow. And I was, was here. up, Ange. No. Sorry, we're not going there. I shouldn't have said that. Okay. So the woolly mammoth. Ah! The woolly mammoth spider Armageddon uh, caterpillar Wait, is not a spider. Is saying that it's going to be a, ch- a a nice smooth Armageddon. smooth yes. winter for you, and a that's fair good, winter. A fair winter for those up in Canada. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it looks like down here though in Houston. You know, I probably more one. days that you can enjoy the pool. <laughs> Honestly, first things first. Just gotta you gotta clap here real quick, Ange. Do a little. Uh, we're clapping for you, the listener, especially if you've done your you you've done your due diligence and you've gone online to soflowradio.com slash Thursday Throwdown and you've gotten your vote on. Because it seems like there's a lot of votes this week. Your current champion, 1K few, the homie What Up RG, and the song Ange, what's it called? I'm not gonna say it's it. It's called what, 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 what's the name of the song? The champion song? It's a fa- I'm not gonna say it. Father Abraham. Either way, he's gonna sing, so <laughs> I can't avoid it. But, but yes, that's what it's called. It's currently it's currently losing unless something has happened on the website since the last time I've looked. Your uh your challenger this week, Shim Shim Taylor. Shim. <laughs> Shim now Taylor. you're saying Sham Taylor. First it was Shim, then it was Shem, which is his actual you name. Remember, now you're, it's you Shem remember that song? Taylor. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, shimmy, yeah. That's Give me the from mic Pitbull. so I could take it away. No, it's from Old Dirty Bastard. Oh, can I so say that on must, the radio? ODB. Oh, he Old must Tank be Clan. sampling that because at one point in one of the Pitbull songs, he goes shimmy, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah, or something like oh, that. Yeah. Like he kind of like references it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I work on a pop station part time. That all that to say, Shem Taylor is continuing, like you said, to dominate Thursday Throwdown. So if you do not want Shem Taylor to win, or if you want him to win, either way, your vote matters. You can listen to both songs there at SoFlowRadio.com slash Thursday Throwdown because it is going to be epic. I honestly cannot wait for Thursday Throwdown. There's an epic universe that most people know and love in, in the not only the movie world, but the television world. The music world, it's it's like a thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh it's what do they call it? Fan lore? I don't know if that's maybe I just made that up. But people you mean like fan fiction when people write stories no, about celebrities? No, now I'm confusing you. But there's like there's news when it comes to a movie, television, story, fantasy. World. Oh, like rumors about something that people hope will <laughs> yeah, happen. Yeah, there's there's maybe a movie project that you might be excited about. I don't know a lot about it. Just just a, a wee bit that has me kind of geeking out. I'm really excited because I wasn't sure if this was going to happen anytime soon. So I'm really excited that this is coming. News that you might get excited about. We'll talk about it, Ange, next. Let's go. Ten minutes. 
What is said news that you are so excited about? Things that the fans are speculating of something specific. I feel like, by the way you were talking about it, it's not the type of thing that I would nerd out about, but it is something that makes you nerd out just a little bit. I'm 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 really excited that there's new shows that are coming in this particular universe. Star Wars. I'm, ta- I'm talking about Star Wars. Oh, okay. And so, uh, Tales of a Jedi, of course, on Disney Plus. I gotta be honest, though, wasn't really into the new, um, the new one that, that came out. I, I can't even remember the name. Obi Wan. No, Obi Wan was fantastic. It it centered around the character that was in uh, Rogue One, the movie. Andor. H- haven't been into that, but. Yesterday, floating around on Twitter was news around a new Star Wars movie project that is intended to be a standalone movie with possible movies coming after that. That's going to be set after the the last, you know, uh, episode nine, Rise of Skywalker movie that came out. A continuation of the Star Wars saga. Yeah. So it's it's post Rise of Skywalker timeline is when it's supposed to set. And there's not a lot of news on it right now, but Twitter's kind of freaking out that, hey, Disney has this slated it out on their calendar. Apparently it's being worked on and a lot of people are getting excited. I know recently, and you finally yes. kind of entered into the fandom of Star Wars. Yeah, so my husband has been a fan ever since he was a boy. He's watched every movie like so many times. And so when the final, you know, few came out in the past, what, 10 years or so, he was like, Ange, you need to you need to get on this. And so he and I watched all of them together, even from a distance most of the time. Right. It was awesome. So you, you just did episodes like one, two, and three, and then the originals, four, five, and six. And then you've seen the new ones, seven, eight, and nine. One through nine. I, I've watched all those. You've seen those. one through nine. I haven't seen Rogue One. Oh, Rogue One is one of the I've best. Heard you've got to see Rogue I One. I haven't seen that one. And then there's the other one, right? That's kind of a an add-on. Solo, you can, yes. you can take it or leave it. Solo. I mean, it's it's tough because the actor doesn't really look like Harrison Ford, so it's really hard getting into the, get, you know, getting into the imagination Believing that this is that this is Han Solo. Is. Yeah, it's, it just doesn't work for. Me. It was a good movie. I liked it. And then, of course, have you seen Mandalorian on Disney Plus? No, I haven't. Even though my brother, Whoa. for whatever reason. Oh my gosh. My mind is blown. Oh my gosh. So my brother, for whatever reason, thought that I was obsessed with Baby Yoda, probably because I talked about him so much on the radio because so many people were talking about him at the time. And often us radio personalities were like a mirror for what is happening in culture. So my brother thought I was, for whatever reason, it's it's actually really cute. He thought I was obsessed with Baby Yoda. So he actually got me. So first, first, the first thing you need to do is not refer to him as Baby Yoda. Okay, he's not Baby Yoda. He's, what is his little name? That's what, that's what, what. People called him. Okay. His name is Grogu. Keep talking. For the child. You have him. Yeah, so my brother. He's so adorable. Grogu, right? So. Grogu, yeah. My brother thought I was so obsessed that he got me this very realistic. That is so cute. Super cute I love that. Version of him, and it came yeah. with his little soup and his little frog. Oh, yeah. You need to see the Mandalorian. It is such a great, it's one of the best TV, not not only best Star Wars, like best TV series. Period. It's really, period. <laughs> and of course, you know, Boba Fett as well. You got to watch watch them in tandem. 
So watch you you that's that's what you gotta do tonight. You need to pop some. Oh popcorn. my gosh, tonight. Watch all what ten episodes of The Mandalorian. Or no, there's you way Brandon, more than that. There's multiple oh, way seasons. Because there's multiple seasons. You and Brandon uh, need to s- sit down. Brandon's seen and it. watch Okay, see see, Brandon knows what's up. He knows oh. he, he knows what's going on. But anyways, if you're a Star Wars fan, oh that's so cute. <laughs> what, what did he just he say? He sounds What'd like a him- baby. Is that what he is that what he sounds like in the series? He sounds like a baby. I think so. Oh, he's so cute. Yeah, but th- that's that's the news. A new Star Wars movie is set to be in the works. So that's something to get excited about. Sorry, I'll put Grogu. That's so cute. I want to call him Baby Yoda so bad. I'll put him away now. Sorry. Whether you're in a relationship or you're married, there's going to be times in that marriage or in that relationship where there are seasons of change. Ooh. I think about I think about me and my wife. We've been married almost 20 well, it's years. Gonna be, it's going to be 19, 19 years here in December. Almost two decades. And yeah, almost two decades. And obviously, you know, when we're married basically as children and now we're like adults with, with, with our own children, like there's a lot of change that happens in 19 years. Like you change a lot. And your wife is a very patient person. I think that's important. Oh, she has to be. <laughs> Can you imagine the patience it takes to be married to Chris Chicago? <laughs> I've done <laughs> a show a with very... this man for what, five years? Like just a fraction of the time she has been uh, married to you. And I'm just right. kidding. It's, it's, a, it's a joy to work with you. But so <laughs> wow. wait, what does this have to do with our Getting relationship? Me a complex over here. No, what does this have to do with our relationship with, uh, with, with the Lord? Pastor Levi Lesko, he does the eight. No, it has nothing to do with the Lord. Oh, it's here. more of how we. <laughs> it's it, as it actually has infor- that no, informs our relationships, or no? It actually has to do with your marriage. Okay. So Levi Lesko does a podcast with his wife, mm-hmm. and brilliant dude, brilliant teacher of the Bible, but he, you know, he kind of talked about the 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 question: How do you navigate seasons of change in your marriage? Okay. And I think not only is it great advice for married people, but it's great advice for any type of relationship in your life. And I'll share it with you next on the Chris Chicago Low Land Show. Sounds like some good expectation setting here. What Levi Lesko has to share in his podcast recently with his wife. I thought you were talking about our relationship with the Lord, but I'm sure that is something that, you know... Unlike our relationships with other people, <laughs> God never changes. But the people that we're in relationships with, may they be friendships, co-worker yeah. relationships, marriage relationships, those people, including ourselves, are always changing. So that can add to some issues. Exactly. The only thing that stays the same is everything changes. Remember that song from Tracy Lawrence back in the 90s? A little, little country twang. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Ange does not remember, but that's beside the point. <laughs> it's okay. Love this here, though, from Levi Lusco and his wife. They're talking about how do you navigate seasons of change in your marriage? Great advice for really any relationship in life. Newsflash, man. You can't fix your wife. You can't change your wife and vice versa. Yeah. One of the ways we actually help them get there, of course, in addition to praying for them, And when the opportunity comes to speak the truth in love uh, is through us giving what we want. Yeah, exactly. Giving what we want. Like Joseph, all he ever wanted was for people to listen to his dreams. That's why he got put into a pit by his brothers. Mm -hmm. But in the end of his story, he's listening to everybody else's dreams. Yeah. 
pharaohs, the bakers, the cupbearers. It's incredible to think that the transition came when he stopped trying to make everyone else listen to his dream, but he listened to theirs. Yeah. And I think in marriage, when we give what we wish we could receive, if I feel like you're not receiving, you know, but if you feel like you're not paying attention, I pay extra attention. Instead of backing off on your role, love and respect, as it's been said, hmm. if I feel like you're not respecting me, well, I'm not going to love her. Well, no, give what I want. Yeah. I want that, that so I'm going to give more of it. That's how Jesus loved us. Yeah. It's laying down your life. It's not making much of yourself. It's it's preferring the other. There is a special uh, page there at SoFloRadio.com. It's the prayer page. It's such an amazing opportunity to lift each other up in prayer and to, you know, take each other's requests before the Lord. I think it's a really great way to show love to someone else, even someone you've never met before. Jandra is someone who is so supportive of the show. And I just yeah, want to like take a minute out. and pray over her request that she has here. It's for her kids and family. Thank you so much to the 10 people who already lifted up this request. If you pray over a request there, you can click the I prayed for you button to show the person who posted it that you prayed for it. But she says this, her prayers for her three kids and her granddaughter, his granddaughter and her bonus daughter and her husband have been really sick in and out of the hospital praying for them as Luna, her granddaughter is only three and has RSV, not familiar, but um, you might be Chris, I don't know. She has a high temperature as well. And she asked for prayer for her son, Daniel. He's a senior. He's facing lots of college decisions, looking for the right fit for a college. So on this, she lists, she goes on to list more uh, prayer needs for her kids. So I just love to lift her up specifically and then her kids in general because they have a lot of requests. And you can pray over those more specifically when you visit the prayer page. But right now, I'd like to lift up Jandra and her family. God, we thank you so much for her. We thank you for her family. We pray for health for members of her family. Yes, God, we God. pray for wellness. We pray for decision making, God, wisdom. Uh, yes. God, we just pray over this amazing, godly woman's family. That that you would be with her, that you would help her to just be a leader to her kids as she has been. God, give her strength to manage everything that's coming her way, God. And we pray over each of her individual kids and their needs today, Lord. We lift them up to you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Get your prayer request online so we can be praying for you as well. SoFloRadio.com slash prayer.